The Greeks of the mother country were alarmed, and the Greeks in Ionia were unhappy. Still, nothing might have been done if Histias, whom Darius insisted upon keeping at his court, had not longed to return to Miletus. He said to himself, If the Ionian colonies would only revolt, perhaps Darius would send me back to quell them. He contrived to send a message to his son-in-law, saying, Set a revolt on foot in Ionia. The son-in-law obeyed. Then he crossed the Aegean Sea to Ionia to learn whether Greece would help on the revolt. Sparta did not care to help Ionian colonies and so strengthen Athens, but Athens could hardly refuse to aid her own colonists. Moreover, she had a little grudge of her own against the Persians because they had received Hippias and done all that they could to make him again tyrant of Athens. The Athenians concluded to send twenty ships. The Eritreans of Euboea, a large island just off the shores of Attica, agreed to help, and so they and the Athenians sailed across the Aegean Sea. The colonists and their allies took Sardis, Darius's capital. Then so many Persians came to oppose them that they began to be afraid. They hurried on board their ships and went home. They had done enough to make Darius hate them, but not enough to be of much service to the colonists. Swift couriers hastened to Darius. O king, they cried, Sardis is taken and burned by the Ionians and the Athenians. The Athenians, who are they? demanded Darius. His counselors told him. He shot an arrow into the air and called, O Zeus, suffer me to avenge myself on the Athenians. Then he turned to a slave and gave him this command. Whenever I seat myself to eat, do you cry aloud thrice, O king, remember the Athenians. Darius was not the man to forget his anger, and it was not long before a Persian army was marching through Thrace and a Persian fleet sailing swiftly toward Attica and Euboea. Mardonius, son-in-law of Darius, was in command. The fleet had to pass a long, rocky promontory at whose end is Mount Athos, with its jagged rocks and precipitous cliffs. When the ships were northeast of this point, a furious storm arose from the northeast and dashed the helpless vessels upon the rocks. So many ships were lost and so many men were drowned that there was nothing for the Persians to do but to turn about and go home. The first attempt to invade Greece had come to an end, but the slaves still cried thrice at every meal, O king, remember the Athenians! And Darius soon began to make ready a second time to invade Greece. He did not care to fight just for the sake of fighting, and before making an attack, he sent envoys to the different Grecian states to say, Darius the great king demands that you send him earth and water. All nations knew that to give earth and water was a token of submission. Some of the states yielded, but others, especially Athens and Sparta, were so angry that they forgot to be honorable. The Athenians threw the king's envoys into a chasm where criminals were often flung. The Spartans dropped those who came to them into a deep well and told them to take their fill of earth and water. 